Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome to Red Men News. I am Ross Chamley, and I'm delighted to say I'm joined by Georgia Stevens for the first time in a while, because George is all the way over in Iceland. Um, uh, you're now behind, so she's living in the past. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to get into some stories, uh, one of which does come from last night. Georgia, um, Rian Brewster, moving closer to his always future uh, as he's left out, left out of Jurgen Klopp's side to face Lincoln with Sheffield United leading Crystal Palace in £25 million race to sign him. Um, I'm, I'm not sure about your opinion on this, the whole Rian Brewster stuff, George, but it's interesting because, you know, you're you're a young forward playing your trade uh, currently mm. in, in Iceland, as, as we've mentioned. I'd be interested to get your thoughts on the mindset of, of a youngster and, you know, what what is best for them. Like, it's all well and good. Liverpool fans, and I include myself in this, of saying keep Rian Brewster because I think he's a talent. I think he's proved himself in the short period at Swansea, what he could do. He, he had something else to look beside. He's got an eye for goal. But ultimately... I suppose as a, as a youth player, and as good as he is, he wants to, want to play football. Yeah, I think that's um, that's the main thing, and I think every young player has to juggle that. Of you want as much first team football in the league that you want to play in as possible, and obviously Ryan Brewster wants to play in the Premier League, and he what he wants that game time. It's all well and good of him proving himself in the Championship. That just shows us quality. He he then needs, we say it all the time, they need to prove themselves in the league and it goes for older players as well. And and so maybe, you know, we spoke about the loan move at the start of the season, but again, it's another loan. He, you know, the, 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 it's a weird situation being on loan at any club. You can never really bed in properly and you can never really, you, you've got a foot in both camps. So, I think for him, it could be a brilliant move. For Liverpool, it, we're losing, you know, potentially a, a world-class striker in the making. Yeah, same. So mentally, he can kick on if he, if he goes somewhere else permanently. It was interesting on the final word. We had a discussion about Origi and the fact that, you know, it's not necessarily a bad thing if you've got someone like Origi who's happy to be back up. They, they must look at the front three and go, you know, I'm not getting a game there. And it's not like the front three, the front three aren't performing, so they can't go, mm-hmm. like, listen, I'm, I'm scoring goals here. Or they're, they're not scoring goals now, they're good, give me a chance. Yeah, you know, it, it's, say, it's, say it's kind of almost like his, his own ambition can be the thing that, that's his downfall. Because in terms of Liverpool, not at all in his career is the fact that he wants to be a starter and he wants to be. And it is kind of a matter of timing of Liverpool I'm playing right now with an out and out striker. Um, the wingers, you know, you got Mane and Salah, like... You aren't fitting into that side right now. So unless you want to be content with cup games and potential, you know, bench appearances, 
that then you, you are going to have to look elsewhere. Like I said, I, I'd rather him go on loan to a Premier League club and come back because for us, that's that's best case scenario. That's having your cake and eating it. But for him, that's an incredible, like, difficult position to be in because you're you're in a club without really being in a club, and and it's 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 incredibly tough for him. Yeah, and equally, you know, seeing Minamino you know, getting some game time ahead of him as well, and obviously Diogo Jota come in, so you know it must be tough. Um, let us know your thoughts on Ryan Brewster uh, and any of the topics that we already discuss. Uh, next couple of minutes, next Georgia uh, Liverpool won seven uh, two last night. Um, a little nice little goal fest was quite nice. Uh, but we're going to host Arsenal in the Carabao Cup, which has been confirmed will be played on Thursday the first of October at seven forty five p.m. Uh, that's six forty five p.m. Georgia. Cause, uh, just worked it out for you. Um, Thank you. But again, you know, Liverpool, another, a tough test in a, in a cup game for Liverpool will be interesting to see. But one thing I did take from last night was the fact that this is slightly different in the fact that the transfer window is still open. But Liverpool's depth and quality, they've got in that side. You know, Reem Brewster didn't even play. He got into it. I think, you know, you go on an extra mile. But some of the players that played last night, I think, are bygone times. Liverpool probably would have drawn or lost that. Where we're seeing another side for Liverpool is at a level of our backup sides is so good. Yeah, I think the, the thing that was really... As a as a fan for 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 a long time is is seeing our kind of bench players and our squad players step up in those moments because when we've seen them previously and like we've said James Milner in the side when it's it's been the youngsters and things he's kind of been the only one that's shone and the the rest kind of look like they're bedding in and they're trying to pull the strings for for Minamino for even Curtis Jones for Origi in, in in the goal that he did score to all step up and show you know you can tell they're first team players and they've just gone here go there's five goals now the rest of you can kind of chill and have a laugh on the pitch but I think that was the the good thing was to see that our first team players even if they are fringe players kind of dominated yeah, it's um, it's a mad one to see, isn't it? But you know, and I, I know Lincoln City's a different kettle of fish to Arsenal. Um, you know that, that that's always the caveat. And um, one of those players who did play last night, Georgia, was was Nico Williams, um, who's who's done a social media blackout. I'm not sure whether this is directed the the abuse that he got last night or other things that are, are kind of going on in the world. I suspect it's it's the uh the, the first one there. The fact that you know he came under a lot of criticism last night, and you know again. Social media is not the place for a reasonable debate most of the time. But I said this on the final word, the fact that it's so hard for him when he's a, a youth player. And I think Trent has redefined our expectations of youth players and what we come to expect. When Trent was trying to break into the side, he was trying to replace Nathaniel Klein and Liverpool were finishing fourth, scraping fourth in the league. Nico Williams is a kid and he's mm. trying to break into the best side in the league, the best side in the world. I'm trying to fit in. Yeah, and he, you know, he's... He's a kid. He's going to make mistakes. He needs to do that to, to get better. I think people find it hard, the fact that, you know, whether he should be doing it on our watch or whatever else is different. I, I think as well, it's not just Liverpool. It's kind of the game as a whole. We have this super expectation for these youngsters and these kids because of the hype that surrounds them, the likes of Jadon Sancho and Mbappe. That these are, you know, we're incredibly lucky that we've got these kind of wonder kids all at the same time. I mean, you think back to the Premier League era starting was maybe Wayne Rooney mm. and you had one. Whereas now we've got kind of six or seven kids that are under the age of 20 that are absolutely incredible. So the fact that, you know, a 19-year-old is performing at a, a normal level, an OK level, a standard level in first-team football with the team that's won the league, just, just kind of give him a break. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And, I, I know, and those mistakes that he's making, like he... 
he'll be his, his, his best judge. He'll think he, he can get better and he can only improve. So yeah, he just doesn't doesn't need the stick that comes comes with it. Um, a bit of a bit of an interesting story. Um, Jurgen Klopp was reportedly convinced that Liverpool would successfully sign Usman Dembele this summer, only for Bar- the Barcelona start to reject the move. Um, yeah, uncertainty around the future with Liverpool might both keeping tabs. I think there was some sort of links to you know maybe possibly a low move, or whatever else. Um, sounds. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Yeah, I think if you would have spoke to us about it maybe like earlier this month, we we kind of like would get a bit excited or we'd say, oh no, that's just another rumour. But I think with the kind of business that Liverpool's done in the past few weeks, it's just another thing of, oh, if it happens, that would be nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's a nice position to be in, isn't it? You know, again, three, four seasons ago, someone of his quality would be great uh, and not many people turned down Liverpool, so... So, yeah. Uh, and then finally, um, Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta makes Anfield admission. Liverpool fans will love there's a clickbait title if ever I saw one. Uh, and I've fallen for it as well. Uh, Mikel Arteta believes his Arsenal side are heading to one of the toughest grounds in Europe when he uh, heads to Anfield next week twice. Um, obviously, we played him on Monday and we played him on Thursday as well. Um, I suppose it's it's a bit kind of asked to say that but also at the same time you know it's, it's sort of equally my games it's even the fact that he might just be generally giving us a compliment which I think we should you know we, we should probably take you know there's we've seen scenes before of Arsene Wenger and Jose Mourinho of you know just fawning at Liverpool fans singing never walk alone or you know even like Pepper or you know all the players that have been there gone like Anfield said special obviously there's no fans there but also Liverpool's record at Anfield you know despite there being no fans there over the past what, two years, is still phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I think as well, Arteta's in that unique position that maybe Frank Lampard is, and he's gone the other way. If they've they've played on that and they've experienced Anfield firsthand, and they're now having to prepare a team to to play at Anfield and experience that themselves. But like you said, obviously without fans, so it's a, it's a little different. And it is. It, it's just a, a bit of a fact now of what Anfield is and what it's like to go there. And it goes right down. I mean, I think we saw it in the kind of Tiago vlogs and things like that of the the kind of the stuff that's written on the walls, the the pictures, the imagery, the kind of it's very modern, it's very, you know, current, but at the same time there's that history kind of embedded through it. And that is a tough place to go to, whether you're intimidated, whether you're even impressed by it, that's Liverpool already in your mind from the start there. Yeah, and the standard of football that we're playing, the fact that we, you know, I was going to keep saying it, that we're Premier League and world champions. We're going to milk that every time I can. Uh, get some of your comments on some of the topics. Thank you very much for getting involved. Uh, Helen Raybould, hello, Helen. Uh, says, I think Bruy, uh, which is Bruce, uh, would only got game time if one of the front three got injured or in playing cup games. Uh, Rob Davis echoes that. He says, I think Bruy needs regular games. I think if we sell, there should be a barback clause. Full confidence in Edwards to sort it all out. Um, and Charles Reynolds says, Great money considering the time that we're in. Yeah. I agree with all of those. Uh, Anika Williams, David Gill says, hopefully Nico will have a thick skin to deal with all the knobheads. Could not have put that any better. Uh, and Charles T says, football should be told to avoid reading social media. If you win, you're the best uh, for the time being. When you lose, you're the worst. I suppose it's quite difficult, isn't it, Georgia? Because social media is so prevalent in modern day life. And I, I, the comments probably bang on the fact that, you know, if you do when it's, you know, the, the players must go and check it out or they must go and see what people are saying. You can't, can't help it mm-hmm. because whatever else but like when you think of the age you know I, I dread to think at 19 years old of playing for local football club you know you think you, 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 you 
your dreams are made. You're playing uh, with the current world champions, <laughs> Premier League champions. You know that you, everything's in hand, and it's like you turn your phone, like you, like you're getting sticky. It's like look, I hate it when like get 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 some now. You know, occasionally, please don't use that as an excuse to give me abuse. But you know, it's like oh, fuck, I like it ruins your day. And you're thinking like he's just like, oh, we just won seven two. Like yeah, I made mistakes. I could do better. And like you know, Rob three eight seven nine from fucking scams going. You're a useless twat. Like Jesus Christ, you know what I mean? It's it's, it's it must be hard. Yeah, it's incredibly difficult, I think, because as like you said, you know, when you win, you win and you're the greatest player ever. But as soon as you take that and you let that build your confidence as well, then you're equally susceptible to, you know, absolutely getting smashed by some anonymous person whose location's unknown. So it is incredibly difficult, but I kind of agree of kind of steer clear of it from, you know, around a match day at least. Take the rough with the smooth. Is that all part of like a the modern day football of having to learn to deal with that because like, I remember probably we had Jamie Carragher came in for a, a, a university thing and I said to him like you know if he was you know 10 15 years late and he had social media but he found it hard he's like yeah he said, well, I said, oh, I have yeah. to, he said he would have been a knobhead on it basically I think because as well you know we the old style of football was newspapers and the press and you'd be hounded by the press and it was who they were dating or what they were doing or partying or things like that but everything was tough with a pinch of salt because it's one person's opinion or it's you know it's an article or it's x you know the mirror or whatever it's it's that brand it's it's just one and there's only so many newspapers out there so many people that read it, it, it it's gone in the next day whereas i think with social media because there's there's so much of it and the quantity of it i mean he's what 19 and he's got however many followers it, it's ridiculous to have to deal with that on a day-to-day basis and it is something that I think not just footballers, most people now have to deal with. Yeah, it's terrible. So I'd say it at the times. Anyway, uh, on a more cheerful note, um, have a good weekend. <laughs> um, there's no football on, so I'm not sure what to do. But um, thank you very much for listening. Thank you for watching. Make sure you go check out all the content. If you do want something, um, we still have loads of documentaries, loads of back catalog of interviews. Uh, there's a Peter Moore three-part exclusive coming out very soon on the website. Uh, so do go check that out. We've also got some Jota reaction and some Tiago reaction, uh, which might fill a few hours. Georgia, thank you very much for joining me uh, an hour ago. We're, we're in Iceland. Um, and Tom, thank you very much in the ones and twos. And thank you at home. We'll see you soon. Throughout.